This is Jim Wallace for the Soul of the Nation. Thanks be to God for where we begin even amid chaos. That's the first thing that came to my mind after we heard the shutdown would be over. Instead of moving on to the next thing, which many of us often do, let's just be thankful. Thanks be to God for all the government workers and their families who will hopefully soon get their deeply deserved paychecks. we got to give thanks for that. For those of us who are always on the lookout for the next thing after breaking news, it's a good place to start to be thankful. So that's what I felt after the government finally reopened. There were so many heartbreaking stories that you saw, I saw, of moms and dads agonizing about how to put food on their tables or pay the medical bills of their kids or take uh, someone to the doctor or the educational needs of their children or afraid of losing their homes. I saw one father with just in tears. He would lose his home, which he had worked so hard for. It was a sigh of relief breathed by many families when President Trump succumbed to nationwide pressure to end the unconscionable and increasingly dangerous government shutdown, which was palpable when he made his incoherent speech, ending the risk and even more pain coming for the poorest Americans who are about to lose critical survival programs. So what's next, then, becomes the question. Many people in this country did feel called to prayer to reopen the government, and legions of people lifted up their prayers for all of those lawmakers who had to make that decision. Uh, Leaders from my own district church here in Washington, D.C., as well as many others, reported on Sunday how they were praying fervently for the shutdown to end because it affected people in our own congregation. Prayer is mysterious and moves in miraculous ways that we can never fully know or understand. People sent us prayers uh, in response to this podcast last week and to our columns and sojourners to reopen the government. Thousands came. And we delivered those prayers to the senators. And then we had senators ready to invite faith leaders to come and pray with them publicly in the Senate, Democrat and Republican, to try and pray an end to this terrible shutdown. So prayer does impact in ways that we can never understand. I think it was partly the work of prayer that helped some lawmakers stand firm and others step up against even their own party loyalty. I think it was partly the work of prayer that so many churches helped fill the gap for those who were affected in their own congregations and beyond. Also impactful were the organizations and outspokenness of air traffic controllers, TSA agents, food inspectors, and even FBI investigators. Prayer does change national narratives and directions, and it prepares us to act in other ways, to pray, as many say, with our feet. The presidential concession was to reopen the government, quickly repay government workers, and give time for Congress to negotiate differences regarding border security. Both parties do believe in border security, despite what Trump says. But Donald Trump has made his campaign for his presidency, his central message, and his vision for America about one thing, a wall, Donald Trump's wall. 
is the heart of his message, his presidency, and his vision for America. Just build a wall. Trump's proposed wall for sealing off the southern border, of course, would do nothing, absolutely nothing, to increase border security. Trump's wall would not protect the United States from terrorism. Terrorists don't come in across the southern border. Trump's wall doesn't protect the U.S. from drugs. Drugs come into the country through roads, ports of entry, even tunnels, and a wall will not stop them. Trump's wall fantasy will not stop criminality from coming into America, as he claims, because immigrants commit less crime than citizens. All the data shows that. Further, the flow of immigrants across the southern border has been steadily declining now for over a decade. Facts, 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 which Donald Trump doesn't really care about. What Trump's wall is really about is his racially divisive message that appeals to fear and anger in his constituency. The wall says we must be afraid of non-white people coming to America and the wall will keep them out of our country. The wall is therefore just a symbol, a monument, a testimony to the worst of American white racism, fear, and hatred. Trump's wall is not just medieval, as some critics have called it. It's evil, as biblical faith would call it. So we should pray for these negotiations over these next two weeks that they might result in solutions, in reasonable compromise, uh, how to really make border security more effective. And we have to pray against another shutdown, which would be just disastrous, or any kind of claim of a national emergency, as the president has threatened, because there is no national emergency. Let me change that. The national emergency is Donald Trump, not security at the southern border. Such an executive abuse of presidential power to declare an emergency when there isn't one, which even many Republicans are against, would, could produce a constitutional crisis that will determine the future of the Trump presidency. So let's prepare for that possibility with prayer. It's time for spiritual preparation for a crisis that is already here, especially for immigrants and people of color and many women who are already feeling acutely every day this crisis in their own lives. It's time for prayer and fasting and spiritual vigilance. We must undergird ourselves and our congregations for active and courageous responses, not to the right or to the left. This isn't about politics. I believe it's time for spiritual preparation for the crisis that is already here especially for immigrants and people of color and many women, and for the crisis that I think is coming. It's time for prayer and fasting and spiritual vigilance. We must undergird and prepare ourselves and our congregations for active and courageous responses, not to the right or the left, this isn't about politics, but from those who are first 
and foremost want to call themselves followers of Jesus Christ. It's time for faith to be put into action. We don't know what's up ahead, but we have to prepare for anything that might happen, because in this country now, anything often does. This is Jim Wallace for the Soul of the Nation. God bless you.